Welcome to Fix the Six with Mitzi Hunter. I'm Amber Mack, and I'm so excited to host this conversation about the future of Toronto. Mitzi, let's get started. this episode, we want to talk about safety in our city. Uh, We know that we have issues right now with uh, crime and gun violence, housing stability, mental health. In your plan, you want to be able to address all of these issues. So can you talk a little bit about Toronto as a, a safe city? How do we continue to not just make it a safe city, but make it a safer city for everyone? You know, Amber, I've spent a lot of my time as an MPP advocating for better and improved community safety. It's born out of some real tragic incidences that I have witnessed in my community. Just even in the last year and a half, two high school students at different schools um, were shot and killed on school property. And, you know, when I go to those school environments and I talk to the principal and I talk to the students themselves, uh, no one really says to me, we want more officers. What they say to me is we want more programs. We want alternatives for young people because we have to get to the root cause of what is happening and prevent it from happening in the first place. Give young people more positive pathways to their life and to their future. I wanna be a mayor that focuses on that aspect of our safety, the social determinants of health, housing, employment, education, health. These are some of the things that we've got to focus on. And I got to tell you, they're built into my plan in an integrated fashion. At the same time, people's immediate safety concerns must be addressed. And there are different ways that we are seeing that bear out. So we have the community crisis response program that are responding to mental health calls. That is such a wonderful program because it uses more appropriate resources to get people the help and support that they need, rather than always sending in the police officers who are not necessarily trained to do that. And it's probably not the best utilization of resources. And so I want to see the expansion of that program. I also, of course, uh, will maintain the police services budget. That's important. We're a growing city and we want to be a safe city always for everyone that is here. I want to pick up on on what you just said, that last point, because I I know that there are candidates um, who want to cut the police budget. Um, As a resident, this is something that is concerning to me because I I think that um, makes people a little bit afraid, thinking that, oh my gosh, we're going to have fewer police officers around in a city that already feels overwhelmed. So can you just uh, expand on that distinction a little bit in terms of um, why you say that as far as uh, not uh, cutting the police budget? Yeah, I want to maintain the budget where it is and what's been approved by the current council. I'm comfortable with that because we're also growing as a city. We have, you know, over 100,000 residents who come into our city each and every year. And so we are already asking them to do more with less. And so let's maintain the budget as is. I'm concerned about candidates who are saying they're going to freeze the budget because that's an effective cut. And, um, you know, because costs go up every year. So if you're freezing the budget, you're really saying, I'm going to cut the budget. What I do want to also look at is areas where maybe police officers are not the best uh, response. You know, as I mentioned with the mobile community crisis teams, there could be other 
areas that the police are focusing on, that's more the, the risk areas for violent crimes to, to occur. And we could put resources, as I said, into community-based programming and, uh, and having community professionals, maybe community animators. You know, what about uh, people who are really familiar with their neighborhoods? What about empowering them to build up more safety in the community and giving them the tools in order to do that? Once again, we can be innovative and we can do things differently to get the results that we need, which is a safe and well uh, established community that, you know, where crime is dropping and, uh, and we're not seeing people afraid to go out in the streets. One of the issues that we have right now, I think, um, that everybody is talking about in terms of uh, safety for our city is uh, a, a mental health crisis uh, coupled with the fact that um, housing is not affordable or accessible to all. We certainly have models in other countries of how they've been able to deal with situations like this, especially with housing and, and mental health. How are you able to plan to do something immediately to really help both of those issues, knowing that that um, it's having a big effect in a negative way on our city and, and the residents as well. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, coming out of the pandemic, the mental health issues in our city has gone way up. If you know, we look at CAMH and other statistics, we could really see that. I want to invest in that. I would like to appoint a chief mental health officer, similar to what the UK has done with a, a minister of loneliness. You know, I want someone in our city to make sure that people are doing well, from seniors to young people and families, everyone in between. And that is uh, an important aspect of our response. We know that the provincial government is responsible for health care, but there are things that we can do as a city to coordinate better and to support people or even to identify areas that the province should be responding to and, you know, making a strong push to receive those supports as well. A mental health strategy is, is very much needed to coordinate care and response across our city. I'd also like to use technology as well because, you know, oftentimes the, um, the social workers and others who are looking to support people, they have to, you know, manually call around to shelters, for instance, to see if there's a Space. Whereas if technology was just there, in calculating that data for them, they are able to get people help more quickly. They'll know and they'll identify where there are supports available and we can get people to help more quickly. I have the experiences being an MPP where I noticed that. I noticed there was a lot of need for mental health supports in certain building locations within my community, but the resources and the support were elsewhere. They were not coordinated or connected. And I was able to create a pilot program to do that, to actually put the supports on site in the community to provide immediate help. What happened was that evictions would reduce and people were just in better health. And, uh, and I think that that's something that we can spread right across the city in different ways. What are you hearing when you're out uh, knocking on doors and campaigning and on the ground about um, safety in general? What are, what are people saying to you kind of face to face when you see them on the streets? What are they worried about? confidence. They're, they're, they're not confident. Uh, they're not confident in sending their kids on the TTC. Uh, I've talked to even professionals about that. They no longer allow their children to ride the TTC. They instead drive them around. 
I think that's really sad because we need to have a city where people from all backgrounds, you know, learn together, work together, take transit together, because that actually is what makes our city a special city. And uh, I don't want to see that divide that those who have can kind of separate themselves from public services and those who don't are kind of stuck with a sort of a not as good service because we can't afford to maintain it. Instead, as mayor, I will ensure that we invest in our infrastructure and that we have a safe system, safe city, and that everyone can just participate and get around freely and easily in our city and safely, of course. Thank you so much, Mitzi. Thank you.